Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? Hello and welcome to the Volunteer <laughs> Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl and tonight I am joined by three members of my firefighting family. I have Scott. Hey. I have Todd. Hello. And I have Ash. Hello. And uh, we missed last week, boys. Carl, I had the COVID. I, I, I had something. <laughs> it wasn't that one. It was not coming out of my face, I'll tell you that. Did you get tested? Uh, I didn't get tested. No, no. I did no. not. Super on a mask back on. <laughs> <laughs> we all have it now. It's too late for all of you. I think you're safe if it's going out the other way. Uh, News. (laughs) Not my news. Somebody else's news. Todd. News. What were we talking about? Helicopters. Uh, Helicopters, yeah. So, top flight, Northwest in Penticton there. They are doing a trial with um, BC Forest Service with their FLIR camera flying at night. Um, don't know all the details, but it sounds like uh, if the trial goes well, um, they'll be using it to look for hotspots and stuff while flying at night to better um, delegate where the crews to go the next morning. Or mm-hmm. maybe even that night, we don't know. But sounds pretty good. Um, talking with um, my brother-in-law, who's one of the managers there, says that uh, they're pretty pumped about it and yeah, it should be kicking off soon. Because nice. right now... Choppers go like all air support goes away at these dust kits, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hmm. yeah. There's a whole bunch of uh, parameters for for flying at night that they need to be trained in and stuff. So, right. hmm. yeah, but this is a big. Uh, it'll be a big win if it works for us for our area. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I, I think <clears> that um, if if they were allowed to hit the fire, that fire that grew to last year, mm-hmm. yeah, they might add that. If they were allowed to hit it at night, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of power lines around, but mm-hmm. but that grew quickly and it was in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And by the morning, yeah. it was far too big, it was gone. <laughs> That's right. Well, even just look back at you know the past kind of three, four big fires we've had in the other surrounding areas, like you could easily like that side of the valley, right? Uh, yeah. There's the east side of the valley, there's a lot of good uh terrain that you can fly over safely. Yeah. So, if they could fly at night with the FLIR, identify uh the hot spots where they need to put most manpower right away. Mm-hmm. Well, in that one video that we posted on our Facebook page, they were actually hitting it with water too. Yeah, they were putting water so, on it. Yeah, they were, they were nice. air dropping on it. So. Nice. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, that'd be a good one mm-hmm. for sure. I should reach out to Dave and see if he wants to talk about it. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, scenario. So uh, the crew went out and ran a pretty big, um, awesome scenario, which I missed. Carl was sleeping. Mm-hmm. I've slept through the whole thing. So it was like a real call. Basically. <laughs> Anytime after 7 o'clock. Not much has changed. This out, of the, out of the realism. It's too late. <laughs> Carl's not showing up. He's in bed. Uh, yeah, but did you go... You want to start? Don't look at me. He's the one to set it up. Do it. Ash. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just paint the picture and then Scott can jump in. Um, so uh, Carrie, Jason, and myself uh, set up a over-embankment MBI call Um kind of to paint the picture we have a um a sewer treatment plant <laughs> uh where all of our uh uh towns um sewer sewer <laughs> goes to uh gets reclaimed for um 
irrigation and such. So, so a part of Carl was up there. A part of Carl was there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So gross. More of me than you probably would like. In spirit and... <laughs> so, it's up on the hillside. Um, what turned out to be a really good training area. Scott and I actually drove around afterwards and had a look. There's a lot of good yeah. opportunity there. So, there's a an access point. You, you drive up. There's a landing. And then a fairly steep grade hill coming off of this landing and we rolled a car um however long that was probably 30 feet down the hill yeah how far was it that, was it 50 maybe? 50 50 60 50, okay, 50 yeah. to the other guy yeah. yeah yeah so we had four occupants um we had uh it was actually all of jason's Fine, pause, family pause, pause for a second Pause. Rewind to where you flipped it and you left it for two days and what happened? Yeah, oh, that's right. That's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> so we flipped this vehicle on a Tuesday. We practiced on a Thursday. We called dispatch and let them know what was happening. So everything was all on the up and up there. Uh, we placed cones with all of our insignia on them. Um, but uh, we still had an, RC- an RCMP officer be like, well, that looks out of place. Well, and it was weird because where you guys lined it up was in perfect sight of this road. It this was, yeah. road we were driving down. Because I even yeah. saw it and I didn't want to tell you, but I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw it a couple days before. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he drives up there, runs the VIN number, and it was actually a vehicle that one of our members donated to us. And uh, so he's like, ah, this guy drives over to his house, sees that he's home. Sir, uh, can I ask you a couple questions? Oh, sure. He walks away from his boy and he's like, do you have a 2002 Honda CRV? He's like, I mean, I mean, kind of. He's like, well, what do you mean, kind of? Well, I donated it to the department for a training scenario. And he just looks back at him. He's like, well, they're using it. <laughs> Good that we didn't get it towed out. Eh? Yeah, right. So <laughs> it's good that he came and asked. <laughs> yeah. So and he he did say to him, he's like, yeah, I, I I saw the cones and everything was was all legit, but uh, yeah. So some some people saw it. A neighboring department chief saw it and asked me, hey man, you guys got a call up there? I'm like, no, we didn't. Uh, it's gonna be a scenario. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So the scenario night, we placed um, some family members of. Uh, Jason, uh, we had his wife, his son, his daughter, and his son's girlfriend involved. Um, we had a driver, which we had self-extricated, waiting down at the road with some injuries. Uh, so she would have been the 911 caller. We had the mother, which was passenger seat. Oh, um, she in the passenger seat? She was in the passenger seat, yeah. <laughs> so she was all the way over on that side. Legs were in the passenger seat. None of those people wear seatbelts. <laughs> but, well, and there was no seatbelts used, yeah. We had one ejection, which was like, yeah, another 30 feet plus from the vehicle. Um, and then uh, um, the son's girlfriend was in the back seat with the broken leg. Um, open. Op- open wound. Broken leg, yeah. Um, which uh, once she was instructed, once once she was started to be moved to, uh, we had the um, your guys' prop spray bottle, yeah, the spray bottle prop. So once once she was moved, Nick. Psst. Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah. Once so. she was moved. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 I'll tell that story. Once okay. Later. Yeah, that, that's that's what was said. So. 
Mm -hmm. So we had that set up, and um, yeah, we had uh, the two people up there. We got the crew at the hall to to go and do a couple address chases while we got everything set up and paged them up there like a real call. Carl was sleeping, and yeah, the rest <laughs> was history. It's great. So, no. But mm -hmm. you guys also like you treated it as like a real what we love is the high fidelity sims, right? You Correct. had the actors, mm -hmm. you had the visible injuries. Uh, with makeup, and they knew how to role play mm -hmm. that, that that injury. Yeah, so that works really well. Yeah, like we had like the blacked out yeah, uh, raccoon style eyes. Yeah. We had the blood on the back back of the head, the blood on or the blood on the leg. The broke broke leg actually had a like a a bone coming out of the sock. Um, no, it was out of the yeah out of the the femur. Upper, the femur yeah. upper oh, okay, thigh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thigh, yeah. yeah. It was out of her uh, leg. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. A whole, I didn't see her before. Halloween she, bone she or something. It was yeah. Kind of weird. So they had it was that. Good. It looked pretty realistic. Taped up and yeah, I mean Carrie had some some ha some uh, Halloween like makeup stuff too. Nice. Uh, made it look super super realistic, um, and I think it went really well. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So what did you see? Because you were yeah. you you were almost one of the first people there. For the, yeah, the two days early. I know. Yeah, so I got on the rescue truck. I might have had some uh, ash with his nose pointing to the rescue truck as I'm walking by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so one reason why I wanted because uh, I think we talked about this before, where I am the training officer, but uh, at the same time as I don't always want to be the guy setting up the training because mm -hmm. then I because as the officer also. I have to know we need to how to do command and how to mm -hmm. run things. And if I'm always a training guy, I'm, I'm always winning. Because I know, like, I'm like, yeah, I knew that. I knew that because I'm the guy that set up the thing. <laughs> so I wanted to be the guy that didn't set up the thing. So I got the rest of the training section, too. Or not well, part of the training section, mm -hmm. too, which is what Ash said. Um, so I came on the rescue truck. Um, but, yeah, like Ash said, we did an address chase first, which basically means all the trucks are driving around looking for different addresses as we call them out. And our truck was third, mm -hmm. which wasn't like, I mean, on a real call, our, that truck would have been definitely probably yeah. first or second. I mean, the chief's truck would have probably went there first and then the rescue would have been right behind it. But we were behind, we were tucked in behind the water tender because it was driving around <laughs> a water tanker, whatever they call it in the States. Yeah. And um, as we're, we're coming up the hill, I'm like, tender, get out of our way. We're coming through. <laughs> so they pulled over for us and we bombed up because they weren't going to help. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anything and I didn't know what the parking was up there we have a bunch of water over the bank because <laughs> no, okay, yeah, I, I didn't know what the parking was going to be like and all that kind of stuff so um, so we arrived um, parked our truck best we could there was kind of a limited um, I know when we pulled in we started thinking of ropes and where the how we're going to set up uh, mm -hmm. redirects and stuff and so but we were running a little lean on space I think if we would have pulled back just a little bit we probably could use there's a telephone pole up there mm -hmm. But it worked out fine. We um, and actually Warren had a good point because our redirect usually we try to make it like seventy five feet away from the truck. Yep. But Warren had a good point when we actually went down for the second patient that was way down the hill. Mm -hmm. We would actually run out of rope, so it was actually good that we had a shorter redirect. Um, do you guys know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah you can yeah. picture that in your head. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So the, I mean, the duty truck is parked a little ways away rather than you know kind of seventy five feet away. Yeah. So it's more more um, resets, more, more resets on the yeah. pool, but mm -hmm. um, more rope to use. Yeah. It's a lot easier than passing a knot through the system when you have to yeah, stand. Trying to get yeah. 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 So uh, I stepped down with the IC. Um, one of the other captains was there. We had a quick chat. I said, I'll go down. Because I, I was looking at the car, and we, we had a passed one of the patients on the whip. Who we, we actually, none of us, I think almost... 
half the trucks didn't realize it was actually a patient. We thought it was just a bystander. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't see that she had a gash in her head when we drove by her. Yeah. She was pretty energetic for someone who was just... <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was like looking at the car going, ah, there's probably more than one patient. And I could see one kind of down in the bushes. So I was like, I'm going to go down there as a like team lead on the uh, vehicle. We'll bring a medic down with us. So Mike, one of our guys who's medical trained, he went down first on the rope with a first aid kit. I came down right behind him. Um, left a couple, left a team lead for ropes and left the IC up top. Um, got down right away. I stuck my head in the vehicle. I actually, I, we, were, we were having a discussion about stabilization because um, it was, you know, and I knew, again, it's a scenario, I knew that it's going to be stable because they're not going to put two live patients in a car that's going to slide down the hill. Yes. <laughs> so when I got there, I kind of, I gave it a little bit of a push and it was stable. So I'm like, uh, and I'm looking at it like, we don't really need to extricate because the roof wasn't crushed or anything. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of contemplating i think one of us called for stabilization or someone started bringing stabilization yeah down. you called you called for it early yeah. um yeah because i didn't know where we had so and they brought down i mean just some basic, basic cribbing blocks and then they didn't bring down the v struts but yeah. uh just with the cribbing blocks it was yeah i mean it was plenty stable so i stuck my head in and this is where i didn't realize you were instructed her when because mm-hmm. i don't know if i moved her leg or if uh she moved it well Maybe I stuck, she she moved so i yeah. stuck my head into a do a patient assessment and i could see the bone and i stuck my head in right away psh, I get squirted in the face with blood. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's interesting. So I was like, oh, okay. And uh, I think, well, I don't know, you can tell. Like, do you, did you guys have a plan for the tourniquet? Like, did you... I mean, we, we were hoping people were going to be asking for it. So yeah, yeah. we didn't know you were going to be there. We figured they, like, they would be calling for... I mean, all of our medical stuff, which has tourniquets in it. Right. Uh, but which when, I don't think the one bag has a tourniquet in it right now. So we'll have to look at that. Yeah, because we're, we're ordered a whole bunch of new tourniquets in that. Right. It's not in there. Mm-hmm. So. But myself, I had one in my pocket. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie yeah. had a training one in her pocket as well. So whichever side of the vehicle, whoever was calling for it on, we were going to step in and supply that. See, I thought you were going to like, well, I'll go back up and get it. Because mm-hmm. it's up in the truck. And, right. But so I ha- I happen to have one in my pocket because I carry one in my pocket. So I pull yeah. a tourniquet and, and uh, I look at Ash. I'm like, you got to train one of these? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yep, I got to train one. So he gave me that. And tourniquet was on in 30 seconds or less. Yeah, that's quick. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I turned it on, secured it. Not mm-hmm. super tight, just tight enough. Because I'm mm-hmm. assuming she's never had a tourniquet put on her before. So. No, and she was she was instructed to yeah. uh, break character if uh, it did become yeah. too too tight. I mean, yeah. it, it's training, but it's also a live a live patient. Yeah, I gave it a good pull in one mm-hmm. twist. And I yeah, was like, I feel it's pretty tight. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's I asked you if that stopped the bleeding. It did. Yep. Um, so then I was like, okay, so now I'm gonna start triaging. Um, I got Gus to check the passenger, mm-hmm. the mother. And then, I, and then I sent Mike, or so, yeah, so Gus came down and I sent Mike down to the um, second, the, the first patient we can actually see who was stuffed in a tree. Yeah. Well, not a tree, like a big bush. Like yeah. laying in a bush. So I sent Mike down to do his assessment. And then now uh, I started doing um, triaging based on that. And uh, yeah, so she was tourniquet applied and bleeding controlled. Yeah. And she was conscious because she was talking to me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. like I'm like, yellow, red. <laughs> Right, it's hard, right? Because you're like, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't all fit into that like criteria. And I'm trying to yep. rack, rack my brain on the trio stuff. And then I look down, and I'm like, Mike, what do you got down there? And he's like, a head injury, but he's, I think he was conscious. He was definitely conscious. He was conscious, yeah. Um, and I think he had a broken, something. Uh, broken something. <laughs> but uh, so we had a discussion, and then I guess what he got with that patient. He's like, no pulse, no breathing. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that one's easy. <laughs> yeah. That one stays to the end. 
And I'm like, then we're going to do, so I'm like, okay, I'm just thinking, okay, the rope's got to come down anyways. So let's do the short haul first, get her out of here. Yeah. And then we'll worry about the long haul later. Mm-hmm. So we did that. Um, basket stretcher came down pretty quick. Yep. Um, someone brought the, I think someone brought the board down first for us. Yeah. Someone else repelled down, or not repelled down, came down with the board. Yeah. Um, Starts pulled, extricated the patient. Not extricated, just pulled him out. Yeah. Um, strapped him to the board. By the time uh, the basket stretcher was down, we basically had the patient strapped up the hill. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was some discussion, me and the, because the, you know, it's, I guess it's hard, you know, it is. The IC on the hill was like, why are we getting the one out of the other one out of the car? I'm like, we're waiting to last for her. Why? I'm like, I'm like over the radio, I'm like, expectant. <laughs> and I don't know if you didn't hear me or he's like, and someone, I could hear someone up there like, She's pregnant. <laughs> no, expectant. Like, not good. <laughs> like, I was like, expectant. And then um, somebody else is like, I think she's dead. <laughs> so yes. we're not quite dead. <laughs> but we're expecting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then they're like, oh, okay. So then resent down the basket. And one thing we realized partway, like on the second run, and actually Ash asked me, he's like, you, you think your uh, ropes, your, uh, your basket stretcher guys are getting tired? So I asked them all, and they're like, oh, no, we're good, we're good. I'm like, you, you're going to have to do two more of these because there's three patients all together. Yeah, keep it in mind. Like, first time, you're jacked on, yeah. you know, adrenaline. Second time, all right. And now the last one, if it's a deceased patient. I mean, there's all the time in the world. Yeah. Um, let's make sure they're, they're, they're fresh. But our guys were champs. Yeah. So we... Yeah, so then they, they, they went and got the second, the other patient, guys did really well on that one, really good head control. Yeah. Um, uh, stabilized. We clamshell that person? Did we we that, did. The basket yeah. stretcher, or the stretcher, or the, um, the board the was on top. Yeah. So we were kind of <clears throat> playing, but kind of flying with the seat of our pants a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Brought, brought the second patient up. And then the third one, actually, one of the, one of the basket stretcher guys was like, Okay, I'm tired. He's like, yeah. I'm done. So we actually had a spare guy in a harness down with us. Mm-hmm. So we just put him on the basket, which brought up a good point. We were talking about how we should have um, probably a couple more harnesses up there for just that occasion. Because, you know, most of our most of our rope rescues, singles, like one, maybe two patients at the most. Mm-hmm. We've never done anything more than two patients in real life, I don't think. Right. Not that mm-hmm. I remember. We've never done a mass casualty over embankment, yeah. auto extrication, all that kind of stuff. That just that throws a whole other wrench into it. You look at look at it as a structure fire, right? Like the time needed uh, and effort needed to rescue those people is huge. And when we first rolled up on MVAs, we're in our bunker gear, right? Yeah. Until proven otherwise. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you get more manpower coming, maybe they can you know, gear down a bit, have their coveralls on, yeah. and then be that next relief rope team in. So yeah. if you had extra gear, that would help a lot. Yeah, one of the guys was asking about that. They're like, oh, man, like I said, like was that, like how was it? going up and down that bank three times, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it was not bad, but damn, am I hot. Because oh, yeah. everything that you responded to were in bunker gear. And, yeah. you know, they got they got suited up with the uh, with the rescue harness quickly, and obviously they kept all their uh, bunker gear on. So right. uh, by, by the time that they went down and back the third third time, they were cooking. Yeah. So I'm like, you don't need to wear that, like, but... You don't know. So yeah. I guess maybe that's something in the back of our mind is if we're getting a call like that and, you know, there's, I don't know how, how you would do that. I, could, I mean, maybe we could have four four sets of cubbies in a, even yeah, in a. Yeah. 
This is a tough one. It's like bag, right? It's like with forestry calls. Like a lot of guys have a little little go bag with your coveralls and boots yeah. in it, right? So you can grab that and then you know quickly change if mm-hmm. you needed once the fire's kind of knocked a bit, right? Yeah. So maybe you can try and implement that as well. Like but a rope rescue, and that's yeah. But again, mm-hmm. depending on until you get down there, you don't know. There could suddenly be a fire. You still could need that bunker gear. Yeah, or, that's true. Right mm-hmm. until you do your full assessment, and then you're killing valuable time getting that team set up. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think if you just do it how we do it, yeah. and then if, if there's, there's a, backup be a prolonged team. rescue, yeah. you got your backup. Like I said, your relief, mm-hmm. right? I think one thing I realized, because um, again, we don't normally send enough manpower down the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, like the three guys go in the basket stretcher, maybe one other person. The medic goes first, then the basket stretcher guys go down, yeah. and they do most of the work. Well, for this, I'm like, I was realizing quickly, like, yeah, we we basically went on a fly, and. Most of our guys actually came down on the medic line, just mm-hmm. body blowing down, yeah. um, because it was you know low angle rescue. So guys body blade down, and we probably had six or seven guys down there yeah. helping with patient care, mm-hmm. and all that they all that the um, basket stretcher guys were doing were just coming up and down. Yeah. So they would stop and they'd rest while everybody else is working on the patient. That's good. And, yeah. and so I was like, so as we're doing that, we were, we were basically kind of rewriting procedure because yeah. we don't normally send that many down. So mm-hmm. I started thinking like, huh. We should always send a group down the hill, like on the, if it's you know safe to do on the uh, on the medic line, mm-hmm. like body belay or or even just a figure eight descender down, mm-hmm. and then they can prep the patient, get everybody ready, and then all the basket stretcher guys do is handle just the just stretcher. just rescue. Yeah. And maybe because when we were driving up there, I looked back and then back at the truck, and yeah, it's a rescue truck. So I said, okay, you guys, because it's the longest thing to do is put harnesses on. So, because all of our ropes, we just pull, you know, we just pull out of the bag and connect it. So it's right away, it's ready to go. So I said, you guys put start putting the harnesses on because uh, it's going to take you guys the longest. Uh-huh. So they, so basically the crew on the rescue truck was actually the, the, the um, rope or the basket stretcher. And then the rest of the, rest of the guys that showed up, they were the rope guys. So mm-hmm. it worked out really well. Mm-hmm. And that quickly turns into a technical rescue. Like as soon as you're extricating somebody from that vehicle down an embankment, like if you have to do cribbing or some sort yeah. of stabilization, and heaven forbid if you actually had to do it, like extrication, if you had to start cutting or pushing or prying, yeah, yeah. that's a huge amount of work. Mm-hmm. So which we were looking at, I was like, because uh, I'm glad like you guys didn't crush a roof or something because yeah. <laughs> I was already sweating, sweating yeah. like crazy trying to figure out how we're gonna get these patients just pulled out. Yeah, um, that that's good though in a way because I find a lot of times in a training environment we look at something and it's like. You know, maybe the car is not totally squished up yet. Yeah. And we look at it and like, oh, yeah, let's get the tools out and do this. Yeah. We forget about that simple extrication. Yeah. They can just cover out When the it's a real scene, we roll mm-hmm. up and generally we're telling the guys, no, no, we're not going to do the tools. We're yeah. getting them out the easy way. But as soon as we go to a practice mode, it's like, oh, yeah, we're cutting everything off, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's good you thought of that right away. Yeah. And it was just a simple extrication. Well, I was thinking about it later. A lot of that's, I think, because of uh, Dr. Nick training. Yeah. Because in Dr. Nick's training, we don't, like, none of the stuff, we, we didn't cut any of the cars. They were all just nope. there. Mm-hmm. So and that was more because he wanted medical skills done, not extrication skills. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh wait, we don't need to cut cars. We just slide yeah. them." And when and one day, well, when a car's on its roof and no one's seatbelted in, everyone's like laying on the roof of the car. Tons of and the roof of car yeah. is easy. We like we spun the expecting patient around. We just kind of slid her up and spun her on the backboard and pulled her out. Like because you can kind of spin people around on that roof. It's yeah. way easier than trying to get somebody out of a seat because seat there's all weird uh-huh. angles and. There's it's actually a fair amount of room. Yeah. When it's up like that, if, it, if there's no intrusion into that. Uh, yeah, the headrest gets in the way a little bit, but we, I think we pull the headrest. You can pull yeah. this headrest yeah. and, you know, you push that seat up yeah. and now you got the smooth surface yeah. going out the back yeah. back uh, hatch mm-hmm. or window or something, right? Yeah, it was really good. 
Yeah. I think one, like one, one little thing that we did that, I mean, is, it's nothing, but it added a real step in like the reality of it. When you guys were all getting there, we had Sonya. Right, laying on the horn. I can hear it coming up. Laying on the horn. I can hear the horn. So like up. the thing's upside down and you're just hearing this thing wail. Mm-hmm. And you know, like anytime that you pull up somewhere and something's terrible and all you can hear is well, like you, you know, it just yeah. yeah, it gets you just a little bit more pumped, right? So you're having to work over that, you know, you're down there trying trying right. to talk. And and I, I told her, I was like, the moment that these guys put their head in the vehicle kind of like relax your leg <laughs> like you might have died <laughs> right but uh um like it it was meant to like you say just just get you a little bit more stressed a little bit more like in the moment it just adds another you know realistic factor to it but uh and then like once you start to do the skills there's no sense trying to work over top top of that let's actually hone our skills well, one thing, once I was on rope going down, mm-hmm. and I was, like, looking over, and I was, I could see that one patient in the bushes, and I was radioing, yep. and I was yelling to Mike. I actually didn't hear that horn anymore, because, like, you know, you start getting that auditory exclusion, and everything yeah. starts narrowing. So, yeah, I didn't even notice the horn after mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. What, was Carrie serious? Like, she, you guys were going to actually uh, run the tender and, and rain on us? She wanted to make her rain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. She, she, That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, she's going to put it on a, like, yeah, like a spring and, big, massive yeah. fog. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. We are, Jack. We're doing weather weather changes today. Yeah. <laughs> Holy the shit. Going. That's next level. <laughs> it's windy and rainy. Big <laughs> sheet of steel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some uh, symbols. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, my God. Right at your head. <laughs> uh, but we didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I I liked the the fact that you were you know asking about the guys are they going to be super tired? Mm-hmm. You know, because the other side of that as well is if they've if they are super tired, they're they're going to be more mentally susceptible on that third pull for yeah. less, let's say a potentially fatal uh, fate, uh, fatal person at that point fatality mm-hmm. they've now they've got that physical drain they've had that burnout a little bit yeah. and now they have to they've just done it twice with two people that have been injured but now they have to try to deal with that third yeah. who they know is deceased mm-hmm. again if you're worn down physically the mind takes that extra hit so mm-hmm. if you do have the extras yeah. one thing I was thinking that's almost should make it like mandatory I mean, not mandatory because when we talk about there's never any absolute, mm-hmm. but make it more of a you know like with uh, rehab, you know we we go through two uh, air cylinders when we go to rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, guys are gonna be like, oh no, I'm good, I'm good for another one. It's like, uh, are you? Or are you just saying that because you you're trying to tough it out? Mm-hmm. And, but then your um, everything start like you start getting sloppier and yep. you start getting tired, and then you know you're compromising your team plus the patient. Or should we just? Say, nope, you know, if you go twice, <laughs> you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we've got, Get the other we've got team enough going. people, yeah, yeah, you know, like by the time that first one's up yeah. and dealt with, the guys are already on their way down for the second lift and they get to rest up top. Yeah. And yeah. then you've yeah. got the next crew that's ready yeah. to go again by the time they come yeah. back. It up. did save us, so, uh, like I was saying, having so many guys that, that came down on the medic line to package that patient up and put them in the basket stretcher. Because, then, like I said, the, the guys that are on the basket stretcher were just, they just hung out. And they, they, yeah. they rested? There was a lot of rest for them, for yeah. sure. I mean, not way. a lot, but I mean, yeah. there was yeah. definite moments where they could just grab a knee, wait, 
um, none of the work was being done by them once they got to the the uh, loading zone. So it was good. Nice. Uh, one other thing we did made sure we um, uh, did partway through. I was like, and and it, and it was is partially because I was thinking about it, but also partially because I'm thinking we're jerks to each other. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, there's four patients. There's a bunch of bushes and trees in there. <laughs> I'm like, is there more patients? <laughs> so, which we should be doing anyways. But I'm like, yeah, uh, these so. guys. I'm like, these guys are probably screwing with me. So I'm like, hey, uh, and there's two uh, people kind of. They weren't really um, physically assisting. So I'm like, hey, you guys, start scouring the bushes. Mm-hmm. And they had, and so I think somebody had come up from the bottom and started scouring the bushes yeah. anyways. And then uh, I even got the thermal camera brought in and we started scouring the bushes mm-hmm. with the thermal yeah. camera. So we did a really thorough check. Yeah, that's super important, especially as soon dark. as you have yeah. one yeah. one person who's been ejected, yeah. you automatically know there could be very there could be more, yeah. and or even just rolling up on a scene. And if you don't find somebody ejected, that's obvious. But the windows are down, you gotta suspect that that yeah. mechanism could have thrown somebody. Mm-hmm. Or obviously, mm-hmm. and then there's the obviously broken window. But right. yeah, even if just the side windows are rolled down because it's summertime, mm-hmm. that's enough to eject somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we had that where we were scouring the the uh, countryside. We had a mutual aid call up north, hmm. and uh, we roll up on scene. There's a vehicle that's been ro- rolled over. I think it was still hot, so it was not that long prior. It's winter, right? And it was winter, yeah. It was winter time, and there was no one around. So we, we've actually had that twice. So there's the one that was like like the edge of their mm-hmm. yeah. their coverage area, and then the one that was right up here. Yeah. Um, and both both times there was nobody there. Uh, but again, like you have to. Make sure that that scene. So what we started is, doing is uh, putting a guy on the roof of the rescue truck with a the thermal camera, mm-hmm. and they scan the area. Yeah, those thermal cameras go pretty far. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, especially in the cooler weather, mm-hmm. you're really going to pick up a a heat heat source from a body. Yeah, need to get us a tethered drone. So we need. That's right. <laughs> uh, I was talking about that. <laughs> yeah, <I'm serious. laughs> he was. He was jokingly. He goes, "Oh." I'm a, you guys want to get a drone, huh? <laughs> I said, hey, they make tethered ones now. He's like, what's... And I, I said, you like, you know, it's on like a cord. It goes up. And I said, you don't have to touch it. You just hit the button and it comes off your th- roof of your truck. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of looking at me. I'm like, I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> but it's something to keep in mind. It's like, ah, awesome. there's a lot of stuff going on in a uh, fire already that for me to... Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, it would just be a quick button. Yeah. And he's like... He goes, it would really come in handy at some point. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you start thinking about, you know, how well you know your other responding agencies and stuff with mutual aid stuff, you know, like if you're thinking outside that box, if you know, hey, we know there's missing patients, it's confirmed there's missing patients, and we can't find them yet, reach out to the police. They've got like the highway reconstruction guys, they've got a drone, um, right. the border unit, yeah. they, they're yeah. going to be, they have them, they'll be getting some bigger ones. Yeah. You can always do a mutual aid call for one of them and yeah. get them to come up. Yeah. 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 yeah way quicker and easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also a, uh, a bonus training night for our Swift Water crew. Scott, you yeah. were freezing your balls off on that one. You were oh, that was <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, one of the guys, he's kind of our. I want to say he's like our impromptu water rescue team lead. Yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Rescue water rescue. Yeah, he's he's really <laughs> one before Matt. Yeah, 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 so you know Matt's really well versed in ropes, really well versed in water rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, he's awesome. 
you know, and Matt's very humble. Like, he won't be like, you know, like he doesn't want to like rock the boat ever. And I'm like, rock the boat, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Tell us what we're doing wrong. So he came to me. He's like, hey, you know what? The river is nice and high. And it is. It's rocking. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And our river is not, um, it's not like you call like, it's not like a class four rapids or anything. It's like, you know, I think we, we have some pretty dangerous um, spots. spots with the, uh, we have drop structures. So like a mm-hmm. bunch of, we have probably 15 low head dams in our area. Um, most people kind of steer clear of those, but you know, inevitably once every year or so we get somebody trapped in one of those. Yeah. Um, but one of the weird parts of our river is up north. There's a, there's a lot of debris that comes through there and it just gets hung up. And it's like, there's strainers, there's root balls, there's weird rocks. There's, and it's just, and it's none of it's nice. Like it's none of it's like round rocks where you just get swept, flushed through. It's all <laughs> like stuff you're going to get hung up on. So Matt's like, we really should swim it and high water right now because we can do it in high water we'll definitely be able to do it in low water and mm-hmm. you know the river's always changing so i said yeah i said i said we don't we don't want to do it we're not going to do it on practice night because it, it basically um you know there's 10 swift water guys so even if eight of them showed up there's 25 other guys that are going to be like cool. get to throw a throw bag and get to throw a throw yeah. bag and mm-hmm. stand the poison ivy <laughs> so it's like no one wants to do that the whole night. We we always do that every year. We do like one night of kind of throwback training and teaching the guys where to stand on the river and all and whistle commands and all that kind of stuff and have us like a PFD on. So the, this night we you know he wanted to do a special night just for the swimmers, just for the rescue swimmers. So you know, so I'm thinking oh yeah I'll come out and I'm you know I'm an officer and I'm on the officer side of the fence now so I'm not a I'm not necessarily a tech anymore so I'm like I'll come out and. Maybe a couple other officers will be there. Well, they weren't. Nobody <laughs> 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 I was busy. Right, you're, you're busy. You're busy working on the truck, which we'll yeah. talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I wasn't really super prepared. I had my, I always have, you know, from my trunk of my car, as we talked about. <laughs> and I got my, I got a shorty wetsuit in there, uh, a rescue, like a helmet. And I didn't have a, didn't have PFT in my car, but we have an extra one. So I got an extra couple, so. Grab that. I'm like, all right, let's go, <laughs> go north of town. Because they said, oh, we're gonna do like a couple, few, mi- a few kilometers swim down the river. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we were out for like two and a half. I want to say two and a half hours. And I am not in swimming shape right now. <laughs> it's a totally other uh, fitness level you gotta be in <laughs> for like you know a hard aggressive swimming. And as soon as we jump in, I'm like. It's freaking cold, <laughs> and it's ripping. <laughs> so I'm like defensive, fin, defensive swim, defensive swim. Then I'm like, okay, aggressive swim, defensive swim. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired, and it's like five minutes in. <laughs> and then we, you know, we stop at our first eddy and just hang out for a few minutes chatting. I'm like, I'm already like, oh, just shaking. <laughs> I'm like, all right, think in my head, okay, Navy SEALs can do this for like a week at a time or months. <laughs> I can do this for twenty or two hours. <laughs> So, yeah, we did a lot of good swimming, like, like probably more than we did actually on our course, Matt even said. He's like, you know, because on the course there's a lot of sit around, talk about what we're going to do, yeah. learn the new skill, mm-hmm. swim a little bit. This is all swim, 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 um, looking at the stop in the eddy, look at the river, okay, decide what our path is going to be, take it, um, or in some of us don't make it, <laughs> we get flushed <laughs> through something, and then, uh, you know, we had to bushwhack, I got some poison ivy, um, yeah, we did a bunch of throwback stuff, a bunch of tethered swimmer stuff. Uh, just sat and looked at the features of the river, where we'd set up if we had a call. There's a certain area where we always get our rescues. Like there's two big islands, well, big, like <laughs> big for our river. Mm. There's, river, there's yeah. these two yeah. islands on the river that people always, they take their dinghy through, like their 
your $2 Canadian tire dinghy. Yeah. And they get hung up. Or Lowe's, if you're in the States, I guess. <laughs> you know, and, you know, we actually found a couple where we're out there. We're like, yeah, there's one. And it's new. Yeah. So we're like, wonder where this guy was. Because like, we did actually almost have a near drowning uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. that That's we got right. called to. Um, the guy had already pulled himself out of the river yeah. when we got there. I don't know if you knew about that. No. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he got trapped under a log and um, he managed to pull himself out. Lucky. So we got, we got called yeah. to a, we got called to a missing person call. And we, we pull up on the, and it's on the highway. So we pull up and then yeah. so we talk, talk to the lady and we're like, well, what's the person look like? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, what? Because like, I thought it was her, like she was an older lady. I'm like, I thought it was her grandson. I'm like, well, how old, how old is he? And he, she's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, what does he look like? I don't know. Like, what? She's like, some guy came running up from the river <laughs> and said his friend was missing. I'm like, so, oh, he's in the river. And she's like, I guess so. And I'm like, where did he go? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> so that happened the duty officer was driving down the river because he was looking for like he, he just was like well I'm going to go down the river and he <laughs> comes across he's this guy like laying in the ditch like all cut up and bleeding and <laughs> so uh, he crawled into the truck and they drove him the uh, paramedics are waiting for us at the park <laughs> man so I'm wondering if that's a dinghy we found because <laughs> it was it was downstream or was that, sorry it was upstream from where they yeah. found the guy so that guy's lucky. Yeah, because he, oh, yeah. yeah, his friend said, yeah, he was trapped under under one of the logs, mm-hmm. and you know that's one of the things we talk about those logs. You know, mm-hmm. guys, you know, you hit one, and you either dolphin kick over top, swim as hard as you can, try to get over top of it, or you get flushed underneath it. I mean, or you get stuck on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you get you know flushed underneath it. But unfortunately, those logs have branches sticking out, and you yeah. get stuck under there, right? Yeah. So the yeah, the guy was lucky. He's pretty beat up. It sounded like but... mm-hmm. it takes something to get out of. Like even just in training when we were doing that in training, mm-hmm. like you yeah. get hung up on that log and you have to do the, the kind of knees to the chest, right? And slowly build you your got. bridge, yeah. push everything up, get onto your feet and then walk off sideways and go around it. Yeah. You are just burnt. Like it is everything that you are yeah. trying to do to push that off. And you've got a preserver on at this yeah. point. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. this is not just a guy on a on a floaty who just managed to get stuck on it. This is like you're you're fully kitted and ready to, That's to right. go yeah. through that process mentally. And yeah. then you get there, you got to do the physical. You imagine, yeah. like, there's a guy in the middle of summer, yeah, on a dinghy, <laughs> on, <laughs> on the a couple of tins, <laughs> yeah, a couple of tins. Well, I remember as a little kid going down this river, and I, you know, I got hung up once um, on an inner tree, like same idea. Mm-hmm. Like I just happened to get flushed, and then I got hung up on a big tree, and I, but I didn't know at the time, so I went underneath it. Mm. Like I was like, oh, oh, so I just pushed myself underneath it, and thankfully it was a clean tree, and I just got lucky. Mm-hmm. So twice, yeah, <laughs> same river, yeah. same river we were just in. Yeah. Yeah. Craziness, man. Well, you got lucky for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 But, but yeah, we did, uh, we even did some uh, water crossings. Um, when we started getting really tired, we started just like, okay, <laughs> let's just try to cross. <laughs> so we, you know, we got in the formation and you know, did our walk. Mm-hmm. That worked really, really well. And, yeah. Nice. So he wants to go again next Tuesday. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was back. For a five hour we, were, we were all pretty <laughs> yeah. bagged by the end. We're freezing and uh, <laughs> everyone was tired. <laughs> well, I don't have a meeting this Tuesday. So. Uh, <laughs> You're going for a swim? Do you want? No, I don't swim. <laughs> I am all about shoreline support. <laughs> go, go, everybody. You're doing great. great. <laughs> Where were you at? Yeah, I was going to say, what were you doing there, Ash? Uh, so there was a, uh, a group of us uh, that uh, are on a committee for uh, outfitting our new water tender slash tanker. Um, we, we got tasked to 
come up with a new to us water tender. Um, then we scoured the country, we scoured the states, found a lot of options, um, but couldn't find anything within, COVID hit. <laughs> within our area. Found a ton within our budget, but then COVID rolled around, and all the ones we were finding were stateside. Great units, just you can't go down and get. I mean, you could purchase it on spec and have it sent up, but this is a used apparatus. Mm, I mean, we want to see it before we buy it, right? You're spending X amount of dollars. 100%. You you want to make make sure this thing's legit. So we ended up uh, kind of shifting our thought process, and we bought a uh, cabin chassis. It was a good shift. Uh, I think it was a smart shift. Yeah, really, really smart. So we had an old 80, I think it was like 89 uh, GMC top kick chassis with a uh, tank on the back and Mm, yes, quite more. Yeah, really, tell me more about this vehicle that you're talking about. <laughs> Did it have four tires? <laughs> on the back alone. Oh, on the back alone. <laughs> yeah, so Scott's definitely our, our uh, mechanic. He's the lead. In the room, yeah. He's the lead on that. So th- we had that as, that was the first uh, water tender that our department built, actually. It didn't buy, yeah. they built it as well. Uh, and then we purchased a brand new one from uh, Hub Fire Engines down in the Lower Mainland. Um, and that was a purpose-built uh, water truck, so, or a uh, water tender, sorry. Uh, so we had been down this path in years past. We decided, hey, if we've done it once, we can probably do it again, and we can utilize the tank off of our old truck, which had now seen, seen better days. And um, But, I mean, the tank's mint. It's a stainless steel 2,000-gallon rubber tank, like it's mint. Uh, it just... The truck around that sucks. <laughs> so we found the 2012, 2012 Freightliner. Big. This thing's a beast. Uh, and we. The Marshall uh, Bass truck. It is the yeah, Mad Max water tender yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's big. Like big, huge front front tires. Uh, we just put on some new ones in the back to match. Uh, did the tank swap to it. Uh, we did a design night. So where we were, we were doing. Uh, design night we we brought up uh so dennis is uh on the committee and his brother is like the the computer brains i, I think of the Munkoff manufacturing where like he's gonna cad design um all of the cabinetry for us they're in the fire truck building business now <laughs> they absolutely are yeah you so, seem to be getting mm-hmm. away so uh that's what we were up to when these guys were out doing their uh swim but i mean the truck it, Sounds like it's going to be pretty good, and they're they're making a lot of headway with it. So, well, we took a little droid boy today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did after uh, after that call that we had to leave. T- <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- Todd walks myself. in. <laughs> Todd walks in. We all run out. <laughs> no offense, stop by. <laughs> I knew something was going to go down because it's so damn windy outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was expecting it. If you follow Legion Engineer on Instagram, uh-huh. uh, you can see he regrammed Todd's video. Um, yeah, it looks good. That, the tank on it looks tiny. Though. That thing's a monster. Well, the truck's so big, and the difference between, like, the old top kick chassis and this one is, um, it's just so tall, and it sits so high up off of 
the frame where the top kit chassis sits like it's very close close quarters to the frame where this one i mean you got like four feet from the frame you got all the air ride for the cab where the other one is just a couple of cab mounts and you're sitting around the frame so where the old one you were looking out the back (laughs) the back window cab mounts frame you know know what i mean right (laughs) absolutely you can look out the back window and you're looking into the middle like you would be looking at like the middle of the front of a tank this one, you're looking at daylight. Like it's it's below the back window, so yeah. it's yeah. like it's cute. It's, it's big. <laughs> However, once we get the cabinetry made for it, I say ninety percent of the tank is going to be covered by cabinetry, mm-hmm. um, and then we're going to have preconnects on both sides. Sounds like we're going to have uh, structure line on one side. Uh, we'll have uh, forestry on the other side. It's going to have some water bars so you can spray, pump and roll, lay a really nice wet crowd. A whole bunch of scene lighting, uh, stuff like that. Um, we're gonna have. Uh, we're trying trying to figure out hard suction, um, how how we can position it because it definitely has to have it. You know, the one thing about the our newest water tender, mm-hmm. is that hard suction is so hidden. Yeah, everybody forgets it's in there, and always everybody pulls it off. We're the trying pumper. to grab it off a pumper. I the know. pumper is kind of out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if we it, like it exposed, I, I'm fine with exposed. Cause yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna be exposed. I mean. Nobody who's listening is going to see this, but I'm going to draw a diagram of the truck here. So this is the back of the truck. Can you see how we, we usually have our, or we have our, our the worst horse. podcasting. <laughs> I'm going to put this photo up on, on is that Humpty Dumpty? What is that? He's going to have a great fall. Um, Looks like a guy wearing a beer hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From my right. angle. Yeah. <laughs> Take a picture of it for the. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, no, no, for sure. Oh, we'll get one. Yeah. What are you Drawing. So, <laughs> oh, okay, <I> <laughs> on each side, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be your portable tank, so that'll be dropping down. You've got your cross or your uh, pre-connected. Right. Um, so this is on the right, right and left side of the, the right and left side. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah Keep talking truck, through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna put this is your lights here. <laughs> um, above the lights. Well, we, just, used have, we used to have 4,000 listeners. Just, <laughs> below, <laughs> just below the two pre-connected hose lays is going to be, um, right. That'd be good. a hard, a hard <laughs> section. That'll be not hidden. Like it won't be in a completely encapsulate. It'll be a lot easier access, not That's hidden good. behind the yeah. rear dump, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful photo. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be good though because with that tank, you need that center Mm. of gravity as low as you can. Absolutely. Yeah, the truck's big, it's tall, and it's fast. It's got way more horsepower than anything else. It's the the old um, windy road up there. Yeah. And it just gunned it all the way up. Mm hmm. Yeah, like everybody was worried about... 2019 Corvette. (laughs) (laughs) JP and his Corvette. Some guy lent JP a. Corvette today. Oh, really? No problem. Just some random guy. He's like, here, drive my Corvette. So JP was ripping up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah still yeah weird. Like, his buddy rolls up in it and he's like, what the heck is this? Ah, they gave me a really good price on it. He's like, really? No, no, it's his. Why are you driving? Nice. Ah, right? So then, okay, so they're sitting around chatting about this car and uh, Rob on our hall, like not our Rob here, but Rob. like our Rob. <laughs> he, uh, Rob too. Rob too. He says, uh, "Yeah, it's awesome." So the owner's like, oh, "You want to drive it?" It's like, "Do I? Can I take my son?" Sure. Goes up, goes up and down the road like 
how cool is that, right? Nice, Father yeah. son go for a, a little rip. Um, comes back and like, Chippy's just beaming like, oh man, that thing's so cool, right? I guess the owner's like, well, you want to drive it? He's like, do I? <laughs> so he goes for a rip in it. And he even goes as far as saying like, all right, like the power doesn't really come on until like whatever, 45 or 65 hours. So like make sure you get so after it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like you stole it. Like, yeah. <laughs> can't even know. Mm. <laughs> like he even said, like when do you get a chance to go and drive a $110,000? He's like, yeah, just, just said. don't crash it. So he went from zero to 80 kilometers an hour as fast as the car can. And obviously obey all speeds. Speed sure. yeah. 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 So back to the water tender. Yeah, it'll be good when it's done. I'm pretty sure we're going to have, uh, it's going to get to that point, like at the moment, everyone fights to try and get in the back seat so they can fight the fire, and it's very rare to try and get a driver. Like, this driver's the last seat filled almost mm-hmm. these days. I think it's going to get that way now. Everyone's going to be sat right, trying to just <laughs> kick <laughs> everyone out of the way to get onto the tender. Yeah, we're going to be a that. fire right down Main Street where there's hydrants everywhere. Like, oh, we'll bring the tender. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming anyway. <laughs> thing's yeah. a monster. But it looks like a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a good uh, addition yeah. to the fleet. Mm-hmm. August-ish? Yeah, I mean, it's all going to come down to, to Dennis and their company and how that all rolls out. But, uh, I mean, we had a pretty hard deadline. We, we, we were hoping to have a truck by August. Um, I mean, that's it's going to be a pr- pretty hard de- deadline to hit. But I bet you we'll probably have a usable water truck by by them. Just maybe not on the bins and stuff. I guess. Yeah, not, it won't be complete. But, yeah. uh, like, right as of today, it holds water. So you can fill it. You can dump water. Next is going to be getting all the uh, plumbing and the pump. So we got a, um, we got we got the pump. I believe is in. Um, so once they have that set up, we're pretty much ready to use it. And Dennis can keep uh, build like once they have the design work. I believe they can just build it to spec and then. Beauty. Who am I? Sweet. Yeah. Water tender. Water tender. Mm-hmm. Any more for any more? Uh, actually, I have some. Just as we were talking about, uh, ah, nice. Eh? That's the thing. Um, talking about basket stretcher and rescue. So I was watching guys. I mean, I did the practice the other week uh, with that stretcher, and it sucks. Like it's garbage. And have you ever in your lifespan, or have you ever used a stretcher with a wheel? I've used it, but I've seen them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your we, take we've on it? We've had that discussion before. Yeah. Before yeah, I guess do, guys hate yeah. it because I like brought it up. Guys and, hated it? Yeah, they were like, ah, we don't need that because oh, Search no. <laughs> Rescue has it. Like, nah, nah, nah. Makes life so much easier. Oh, so much easier. Oh, it only, must be an older guy that said that. It's just, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah this was a ways back. Yeah, it's really big. But it is nice. It is really Because all you're doing... It's like an ATV wheel, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a big, soft ATV wheel. Yeah. Yeah, and... Hey, just it keep it clamps onto the mm-hmm. clamp, clamps onto the stretcher. Yeah. So, like, if you get to some, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. I'm sure we can get our hands on one to train with, yeah. and the guys would love it. It's uh, takes all of that that pressure off of your body because all you're doing then is just stabilizing stabilizing yeah. the stretcher. It's not hauling you down. Like yeah. Yeah, the thing's next level. Well, you, you know, when you hit it like an overhang, because right now sometimes we hit like a not a, not an overhang, but like a slight dip in yeah. the yeah. mound. Well, mm-hmm. The basket stretcher starts digging into the earth, so we have to lift it, and yeah, it's, it's super like, awkward. It's hard. Right? Mm-hmm. And when you get to the top of the hill, it's the same thing, right? So mm-hmm. rope starts. Well, oh, I mean, mm-hmm. and your patient's always as yeah. the yeah. slope changes, as does the patient. Yeah. With this, mm-hmm. you can 
keep it a little close, you know, closer mm-hmm. level. It's way less workload uh, on our yeah. When we were doing our steep angle, we used it with and without. And uh, man, it's just so much nicer. Like, yeah. you, like you, you know, like you're just not, you don't have that constant pull on you always, right? Absolutely. You're just kind of leaning back and mm-hmm. keeping that balance with your partner yeah. there. It's mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. with the drones. Do they come with drones? <laughs> sure. We'll just start heli, heli droning people yeah. out instead. We'll just get a really big drone. We can solve all these problems with one drone. Just a really big drone. Yeah. <laughs> a man a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> with a flight crew. Now we know what we're going for. <laughs> we need a chopper. Mm-hmm. Get the chopper. Yeah. Uh, any more for anyone? No. Nope. It's good. See uh, bar boys, straight off the top, I love yeah, it. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, you should forget the Wait, man. we missed a week. Did they post on this? Did, week? did uh, they? I mean, I can't give them grief because we didn't. Oh, Rick's, so. Rick's great, Chicken Rick, <laughs> Chicken Rick. Let's do it ah, good. You get one? So they did not either. <laughs> I'm like cheering. Oh, they they did. What? Now they can't grief us. Yeah, exactly. So we can still bust balls because they didn't either. So like, we feel terrible that we missed a week. I mean, they're coming back, coming back stronger than ever. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, they're on episode. Let's take a peek. Hundred and some. One sixteen. Uh, so they've they've got a lot of. A lot of stuff out there. Well, they got their tone drops. They're not their tone drops. Their box lines, box they lines, count. Yeah. We yeah, don't count ours in our numbers. In our current numbers. Yeah, we're just saying. Although we would have done a tone drop. Yeah. Maybe they'll be the one this week. There mm-hmm. you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, Brotherhood Academy Radio Podcast. Uh, we, we call them the Bar, bar Boys. Um, out of uh, Maine, uh, East, East Coast uh, America. A uh, really good group of guys. We have a, a chat group with them. Um we always share a bunch of super random stuff. The odd time we talk firefighting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, give them a listen if you haven't to at this point. You really should. Yeah. Uh, Motus. Uh, Motus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, actually, I saw they posted a video of their new, their new little truck kit, Ash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it looks like it's got some Molly on it. And. Um, some attachments. Um, yeah, so basically the truck kit. So I don't know. How yeah, much you, so you could can you buy? It looks like you you can buy blank or you can, or you can buy, buy it as certain you, items. you can like build build it as a kid. I, yeah, right, but, right. So there's that. Right. Um, obviously, the sniper tools are um, kind of their big their big hit. Yeah, uh, I used it the other day. Absolutely. What's he doing with that? I never pulled it out. Oh, oh it's when a couple we were, hose. Yeah, we we're a couple. On, we we're uncoupling the hose off the. Uh, uh, when we were playing with the monitor. That's right. Yeah. 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 So the uh, the ad for this Modus thing uh, it says build your own kit. So it's got a it's got their their snagger, got a um, gas wrench, a couple spanners, um, some door wedges, and etc. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that looked pretty cool. Have they sent this one yet? <laughs> We just each. want free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> each. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's on its way. <laughs> Sorry, your life fight, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing, and I think I brought this up. It's, it's weird that fire gear does not have molly on it, but I don't know. But it just maybe it's because it gets hot. Well, I think it's, yeah, I think it's just because of entanglements, yeah. right? Like, I, I really do believe that's what it is. But they have laser cut um, molly now, so it's like basically it sits flat. It's like a panel that sits flat, and then the, the cuts are actually in it, but they're kind of. Um, 
sitting like flat, like woven in, or? and then you have you have to kind of pull it open to to get huh. it. It's not something else. Not called Molly, but I, it just it'd be interesting because there's shit I would like to hang off my gear. Yeah, <laughs> which I probably that's what they do, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, but I think, I think it's, it's probably for entanglement. Yeah, yeah, I would think but, so. Yeah, yeah, Modus. Yeah, they they haven't created that yet. <laughs> <laughs> they got uh, they got a discount code. They do. Mm-hmm. How how many <laughs> how many months? How many months? How many DTFF five? Two years. <laughs> Literally, we DTFF five. We missed we missed I one episode. I this is what we're starting like, fresh in a year. <laughs> the mask company. And I can't remember that they're called either because we don't have them anymore. <laughs> We got Rick and the uh, <laughs> chicken rag and ZZ masks and <laughs> those guys are going straight to the top. <laughs> it's a DTFF five for Modus, yeah, five percent off. Uh, Todd, Legion Engineer, Legion Engineers, yeah, to go online, check them out. Uh, Joel's got a great, um, great product going there. A portion of their proceeds for a lot of their swag uh, goes to PTSD awareness. Um, and he's also got his uh, podcast and his book. Mm-hmm. Um, and the name of the podcast again was it's the System D the System podcast. D. Yeah, the System D. System D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like you were saying, I think our our last one is uh, we're not as explicit. Mm-hmm. We're we're trying. We've gotten pretty good. I was pretty famous for slipping out with some pretty good F-bombs. When, when you got heated, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. pretty, pretty colorful. <laughs> as soon as you light Todd's fuse, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. It's coming. You know the F-bombs Every time. Every time. Well, honestly, you know what? You know it's a real conversation when that Absolutely. stuff carries Absolutely. on, right? Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Keep on the good work. Ignition. <laughs> uh, ignition. Uh, ignition USA. Uh have the uh, CRAP tool, Seattle Rapid Access tool. Um, really good soft entry option uh, if you want to leave uh, a premises securable after you gain entrance. Um, does a whole, whole bunch of things. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's really against everything that's ingrained in our being, but, uh, you know, it's a pretty sweet idea, pretty awesome tool. Um, you know, people started making these things out of, like, old carpenter squares. Now... They, uh, but then you're carrying around this shortened down version of, of a carpenter square. It doesn't really fit nicely into your pocket by any means. So, um, I mean, it's a pretty sweet, sweet tool. Um, check out our video on it. Check out um, ignitionusa.us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the TikToks. There's a lot of uh, demo videos out there for it. Uh, shows just, just how fast and easy you can gain gain access to. Especially like if you're a medic or if you're going direct. Or what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of his... Uh... It was Fourth of July picture. Oh, <laughs> awesome! Oh, man, <laughs> so much double ARs. So much America, yeah. So <laughs> much. Oh, so, so does the Sea Rat tool actually get delivered by a bald eagle? It does. Yeah. Only to the border. And then the Canadian geese pick it up from beaver. No, it's like a beaver all the time, like putting his choppers. <laughs> Brings it on down for us. It's great. <laughs> Couple uh, stops at Tim Hortons on the way. Exactly. Picks up a Tim for the boys and they're back. <sighs> so if you like what you see there, yeah. with all the freedom. Uh, so much freedom. 
DTFF 2020. There you go. Gets you 20% off. <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, stop the bleed. Stop the bleed. Uh, Ash actually saw some stop the bleed today. We've seen calls. some stop yeah. the bleed, yeah. yeah. Did the bleed and stop? The bleed stopped, absolutely. Uh, yeah, there was a, um, we got called to uh, assist a uh, helicopter landing. So uh, paramedics had a patient, um, had to get transported. Uh, so we had to secure a landing zone for them. Um, I was chatting with one of the medics afterwards uh, about the uh, mechanism of injury and such and just happened to notice that there was a tourniquet application. So um, yeah, it was, it, it's we def- definitely train it. Um, something everybody should have on them. And back to you. Yes, yes. Uh, right now, are they still recommending no classes? I actually haven't looked lately. I haven't checked. Well, I know I'm, we're doing them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think as long as you're uh, like said the small groups and social distance, uh, they wanted to see that kind of rolling out yeah. through the summer, which is um, something you can pretty easily do with, uh, especially the way we do it with the yoga, with the yoga yeah. blocks and that. Yeah, we've got lots of props now and yeah. PowerPoint. And, yeah. Yeah, stopthebleed.org. Stopthebleed.org. Yeah. And um, that's if you want to become an instructor or if you want to check out one, uh, if there's a class near you. Um, certain criteria to become an instructor. Pretty much most EMTs and fire, probably, and uh, law enforcement yeah. can become mm-hmm. instructors. Just need a little bit of a background. Not, not too extreme. I mean, it's pretty simple skills. It's, it's the, the three big skills, uh, direct pressure, mm-hmm. um, wound packing, and tourniquet application. Um, if you want to see more on any of that stuff, check us out on Facebook, because that is going to, not Facebook, YouTube, and Facebook. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, our videos are on there for the, basically the entire course, including a breakdown of the sessions we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it fun. Make it uh, messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then add it, roll it into your scenarios. Like, That's right. Like, yeah, gosh, spray, you know, spray gosh, people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't put your face over an open wound. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Tanner Olson. Oh, this is a tanker. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We have one of those. Yeah, Tanner Olson Band, as we've said before, um, country music mm-hmm. at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was watching, uh, side note, <laughs> off a tangent, I was watching Trolls World Tour with them, with my kid last night, and, and it's about, like, <laughs> have you watched it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's about the trolls, they all have different music tastes, and uh, the evil one is, like, she's trying to take over the world with rock. Hmm. And I go to my wife, I'm like, I'm kind of rooting for the evil troll right now. Because <laughs> I don't really like this other music. <laughs> She's like, be quiet, it's about tolerance. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, Tanner Olsen Band. <laughs> um, out, of, out of the uh, west coast of uh, BC. Uh, currently making some headway in the music industry. Yeah. Uh, he's on Spotify. He's got a few... Good songs, including uh, I think our favorite is Stretch It Down. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really good tune. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it came up on your playlist this weekend. It did. I was like, yeah, yeah, we had it. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, we will have him for seminar next year, mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't get too big. <laughs> I, he's promised that he'll. Yeah. Either way. Either way. It's really cool. Yeah. Actually, so his, hopefully actually, really his big. dad's promised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's He'll, promised. He's promised. He will be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, check them out on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Yeah. And uh, even if you can't get 
if you're not necessarily a firefighter but you wanted to come and see the Tanner Olsen band, when we do have our after party at seminar, we will be selling uh, tickets for entry just to come to the after party. So you don't need to necessarily be there for as a firefighter for that either. Yeah. So if you do have friends mm-hmm. that are into it, definitely bring them along for the trip, get them down for the road trip and do some wine tasting during the day and then come for the big party in the evening. Yeah. But I think that's just the thing. And, you know, I haven't really put much thought into it, but if you're, I mean, obviously, if you're like East Coast US, you're probably not going to fly up here for the Canner Olsen Band and a little bit of wine tasting, but if, if <laughs> but you're... But you should. But you should. <laughs> if you're in the area, you know, Pacific Northwest, and you want to cruise up to Canada, if you're... Um, you not know, to cross B- the border. BC, and that's allowed. Yeah, everything, yeah. everything touch wood should be okay then. If not, the um, eagles and Canadian geese so are just going to... Yeah, we'll somewhere. figure something out, right? Um, this is open to the public as well. Mm. So um, we allow people to come in and watch us train. Uh, we don't like close the gates where you you know we keep people back, but man, it'd be a pretty cool deal. I was thinking about that. If if you're a firefighter, you you're close by, but you maybe your department doesn't have the funding this year. Maybe you know maybe you just didn't get a chance to go. Our area is gorgeous. Like we are super super lucky to live where we live. I'm sure you could parlay a little wine tasty, a little hey we're gonna go check this out live music for like a five dollar cover charge or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, like sure. it's minimal five ten, just keeps the weirdos away ten ten bucks just yeah exactly um or penned in whichever yeah we, we, we take their money and now, and now they're with us <laughs> and now they're in the cage with <laughs> yeah us. so i mean a secondary option just to come and check check it out if you can't commit to training yeah yep. Then and that's the nice thing when, when it's open to the public. Like we get lots of people walking by and watching mm-hmm. all the events. There's still the vendor displays and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's another good point too. Yeah, with the vendors for sure. We'll have yeah. to make sure that's a big point too. Because just because you're not at the train doesn't mean you can't come down and buy stuff from the the merchant tables mm-hmm. while they're going as well. Yeah. So. I hear there's going to be some pretty cool apparel there. There's going to be some sweet apparel there. Man, sweet. the sweetest of apparel. Not a new shirt. That's a, not a new that's, shirt. That's under wraps. Uh, Oh, moving on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, Tanner Olson is yeah, yeah. also on Facebook and YouTube, and he That's does right. a live uh, show on Fridays <laughs> with Hell Yeah. Is it Hell Yeah? Yeah. Hey off. Hey off. Hell Yeah. A little bit of Hell Yeah. Tom Rick sent you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We should share that link on uh, <laughs> on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, push it back up. Yeah, we should really go work in advertising. You should. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, they have the chicken ricks. Fresh up the heck yeah! Great. We got an RZ top plan. <laughs> And then there's us. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever makes it this far, honestly. <laughs> like, just I think the bar ones do. At least they, uh, <laughs> we should actually leave them at the end because at least then we know when one person's listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the, come on for the love, mention us so I can shut this off. <laughs> 58 minutes later. <laughs> So you got us. Uh, we got us. are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, that's where we tend to post a lot of our uh, just normal content, back and forth bits and pieces. Our biggest audience tends to be on Facebook, just because it mm-hmm. seems to be the biggest place where you can get the most people that are daily. You know, yeah. There in the face of it, but it's also a good place for us to share our information. We get a lot of bits and pieces we talk about on there. Um, we the community that we're starting to build there, that kind of online fire farming presence. Um, is really starting to grow and we get a lot of people 
reach out constantly and still send us updates Absolutely. of what they're doing in their fire holes. We really like that and we appreciate mm-hmm. it. And um, it's great having that contact with these people that we never would have even met and had these experiences shared with. So it's fantastic. We truly appreciate it. So if you want to do that, please do. Join us on there. Uh, Drop us some messages there. Uh, Send us some pictures of what you guys are up to. Keep tagging us in your stuff, DTFF. (laughs) (laughs) Carl loves that. (laughs) What are these people doing? (laughs) They're showing us. Oh, is that how Instagram works? (laughs) (laughs) This is why I don't touch it. I was like, man, they like they stole our hashtag. These assholes are stealing our content. I'm like, no, man, they're showing us. Oh, that's really cool. We should thank them. I had no idea. I was like, this is why I leave it to wash. Yeah, oh, it's so good. I'm like, no, this is literally listeners that want us to see their shit. He's yeah. like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> Stealing their suit. They should have a page, Ashley. They have a page. Uh, <laughs> we got to go after them. Um, yeah, so you can find us there. YouTube as well. So YouTube, obviously, we've got all of our content mm. on there. Every video that we've ever done, basically, is up there. Hopefully doing some more soon. And that's great. Yeah, we need to do some more soon. We yeah. are, we literally just went over 10,000 views on our YouTube oh, page. Twitter. So, um, and that's climbing almost 1,000 now uh, a month, maybe more. So, my it's kid, good. My kids don't want to be impressed. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Did your kid get more on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, he was bragging. He What's the 5, impressive? 5,000 on TikTok. 5,000 on TikTok. And two days later, he was at six. Like, come on. I was like, start hashtag and DTFM. He's like, yeah, okay, I will. So what is he? We're gonna roll a bunch of Whatever, man. As long as we're creators. <laughs> so you can check us out on any of those platforms. Follow us there, and uh, yeah, we definitely appreciate the um, you guys still tuning in. Um, our audience has grown, and uh, it keeps going that way as well. So thank you again. Any more for any more boys? No, okay. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he posted yeah. it. I'm about you. Your drawing yeah. is epic. Scott. Good night. Todd. Now have a good night. Ash. Thanks, guys. Good night. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Stay in the TFF.